Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1163. Nutrition, Sustainable Dieting Secrets by John Romanello of romanfitnesssystems.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Saturday and a very happy Halloween to you. And welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free, and always with my commentary at the end. Now we have six shows covering a bunch of different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. But for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Nutrition, Sustainable Dieting Secrets by John Romanello of romanfitnesssystems.com. As the weather eventually gets warmer and the skirts get shorter, more and more people are focused on dieting, on dropping some LBs. That's pounds for the uninitiated. Naturally, fat loss is more of a focus just prior to the summer for most people. And my clients are no different. Given that a good many people have common goals, I frequently find myself answering the same questions and covering a lot of similar stuff throughout the weeks leading up to the July 4th weekend. With that in mind, I wanted to give a little insight into how I deal with my clients with regard to fat loss goals. One of the biggest things I touch on is diet, of course. Now, obviously, it should go without saying that the single biggest factor in weight loss is what you're putting into your body. However, since I'm an overly verbose person, I don't let anything go without saying. So, listen up. The single most important factor in reaching your fitness goals is changing your diet. That's why it's called dieting. There, said it. Before I discuss my clients specifically, a few words about dieting and diets in general. Dieting sucks, but a lot of diets are actually pretty decent. Frankly, there are a lot of great diets out there, and most of them work at least passably well. The main thing is that you actually have to follow them. Obviously, you already know that. Everyone knows that. Still, there is a difference between knowing a thing and doing it. And the getting going on the doing is the real trick. One of the hardest aspects of starting any diet 
is really the transitional aspects of it. Those major changes that you have to incorporate into your life in order to make the diet work. But again, you knew that. Now that we've gotten the redundancy out of the way, let's move on to something a bit more real, practicality. You go from eating like a regular person to eating like an insane one. The beginning phase of most diets look like this. Pre-diet, Sunday. Bagel and coffee, maybe some juice. Later on, a sandwich. For dinner, some chicken cutlets and fries. Begin the diet, Monday. One half cup oatmeal and five almonds. Then three quarters of a cup of cottage cheese and a small apple. Then a protein shake. Then grilled salmon and steamed asparagus. Tuesday, repeat. Wednesday, one half cup of oatmeal and five almonds. Then three quarters cup cottage cheese and a small apple. Then a protein shake. Then grilled salmon and sauteed asparagus. Wait, you sauteed the asparagus? WTF, that's never gonna work. Throw it out, you just ruined your whole diet. Thursday, I hate my life. End diet. Not exactly what I would call user-friendly. As much as I like a lot of the diets on the market now, I honestly don't believe that the vast majority of them are livable for people coming from a regular place. For someone who is trying to lose weight for maybe the first time ever, just the decision to go on a diet may have been a big deal for them. And then they have some with a six-pack telling them that they have been poisoning their body for 20 years and they need to change every aspect of their life if they don't want to die of a heart attack in the next seven minutes. Well, outside of the extreme inherent in that approach, I think it fails because it simply is not reasonable for most people to make that level of change for any length of time. Instead, I take a more pragmatic approach to dieting, the gradual incorporation of change. It looks a little something like this. When I start with a client, I have them keep a food log for about two weeks. During this time, as we meet during our training sessions, I ask the occasional probing question about their food intake and general nutrition. At the same time, I talk a bit about what I do for my own diet. Over the course of this two-week time frame, they're keeping this log and getting great workouts, so they are losing weight. Encouraged by their progress, they push even harder. At the end of the two-week period, I ask to see the food log, and I simply say, okay, let's go over this. We're gonna find five things that you know you shouldn't be doing. This is the key. Let me qualify this by saying that I truly believe that for the most part, people know a lot about what they should and shouldn't be eating on their diets to lose fat. Most people just need to get called out on it. When I ask them to go through the log with me and pick out mistakes, people are always a bit surprised. They come in thinking that I am going to point out little things and try to convince them they need to give up carbs. Instead, the onus is on them to point out things they're doing wrong, things they already know they're doing wrong. By making them part of the process, I help educate them and make it more likely that the changes they will make to their habits will stick. So we go through the log and pick out a few mistakes. Usually there are more than five, but let's start small. Then I say, okay, All you need to do is stop three out of these five things for the next two weeks, and you'll start losing a lot more weight a lot faster than you have been already. Just three. You can keep doing the others. A lot of times, people are so shocked that I am letting them keep some bad behaviors that they respond with, what? No, I can stop all five. Which is, of course, the point. 
getting people to want to prove they can make the changes and have it be their idea will always be more effective than having to convince people to make the same changes on your terms. So I tell them, I'll tell you what, I think you can probably go pretty hard. Let's try all five changes. In two weeks, we'll replace those five bad habits with five things you need to start doing. And those things will help you lose even more. People leave the gym psyched, ready to recommit themselves to their dieting plan. Because of the dedication and acumen, they make incredible progress. In addition, I'm setting up a series of small goals and milestones that they can reach while they're losing weight. Whenever they hit one, they are rewarded with new information that will help them take it a step further. Over six weeks, clients learn to make 10 small changes, and the result is an average of 13 pounds of fat loss in that time frame. It might not be as impressive as the guy who loses 30 pounds in his first week on the grapefruit and baking soda topped with maple syrup mixed with cayenne pepper diet, but it is certainly more livable. Although I must admit, maple syrup is pretty awesome, whether you're dieting or not. With this dieting method, my newer clients are educated slowly while losing fat quickly, all while making changes they can manage for the long term. You just listened to the post titled Nutrition, Sustainable Dieting Secrets by John Romanello of romanfitnesssystems.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. John was right about so many things. I don't even know where to start. But something that I completely agreed with is this, most people don't need to be told how to eat. Having counseled thousands of patients and clients, I have never had the following experience. Imagine this, a patient sits in the chair in front of me and says, Dr. Neil, I have no idea what I should be eating. I'm totally lost. And then I respond, hmm, well, you know, you could eat more fruits and vegetables. To which they exclaim, huh, I never thought of this. This is brand new information. Again, this scenario has never, ever happened. Want to know what does happen? The patient will sit in the chair in front of me and say, Dr. Neal, I know what I'm supposed to eat. I just don't know how I can get myself to do it. No one needs to be told to eat more fruits and vegetables, whole grains, and fewer processed foods. They've been told that hundreds of times already. The real trick is to actually perform these behaviors and make them a habit. And as John so clearly said, there's no need to change every eating habit all at once. Start small. Pick 
one, two, or three areas you would like to change and start there, and then give it your best. Then move on to the next one. If you mess up, it's okay, because it's all about progress, not perfection. Learn from any mistakes and get right back on track. These are the keys to building lasting habits. All right, that'll do it for me for today. I hope you have a great weekend if you're listening in real time. Have a very happy and safe Halloween. Oh, and if you're located in an area that recognizes daylight saving time, remember to turn your clocks back tonight. In the meantime, I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show where your optimal life awaits.